2: And we were on the road with the Rough Riders. Joe Womack was our strength coach, and he was rooming with Ron Estee. I'm coming down the elevator with Joe Womack, and he is, mad. he is so mad. And I'm like, what's wrong, Joe? And he goes, you wouldn't believe what Estee did. He's in his underwear, and he emptied the minibar. Smarties and the Kit Kats thinking it's free, thinking it was a gift basket. And Joe looks at me, it ain't fun. This is the Rod Peterson show. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Hi, everybody. Hope you're having a great start to the week like we are. Or at least I am. It's hour two. We're coming in hot. Got all our favorite gang with us, the Rod Squad. That's you, the audience. We're on Game Plus Television. Key radio down there in Atlanta where they've been in the news today for not the best reasons, sports-wise and uh, Moose is with us from Toronto. They're in the news good news wise. And how about this Moose if you can I found it of course in the last place I looked. It was hiding behind my laptop, my breaking news bell. Yeah, breaking news bell. And we got so much to get to as you were with us last hour. Um, I said when you were departing I said, we feel like we barely scratched the surface. And I want your take on something and remind me to come back on the Pat McAfee thing and the guy that got shot here last night outside the Dolphins game, all these things. But William Nylander has signed an extension of eight years with the Toronto Maple Leafs. I see everybody talking about it. The television show, which the the network which carries our television show is based out of Toronto. I'm sure they're popping panics. Champagne Corks there. So that's how excited I am, and I'm not even a Leaf fan. But I see William Nylander, Sid Sixero, putting on Twitter just now, the Leafs have no idea what they're doing. From Sid Sixero, I know him very well. We worked together at the score for a number of years. Are you on the Sid Sixero side that the Leafs have no idea what they're doing with this signing, or are you like everybody else is popping Champagne Corks? Where are you, Moose?
3: I'm in the middle. I don't know that popping champagne is the right term. I think you're, you're happy that it's dealt with and done. Um, I don't think it's ideal to have the four guys, Matthews, Marner, Nylander, and Taveras, making over $40 million uh, between four of them. I don't think that's ideal for any organization. But at the same time, this was mostly inherited, uh, inherited by Brad Tree Living, and you had to do it. And it just happened that Nylander is off to an amazing start this year. Probably cost him, you know, a million, million five in terms of average annual value that he's on pace for over 100 points and 50 goals. Um, If he had been off to a slower pace, it might have been easier to do this deal at a lower number. But you can't control these things. So you had to make the deal. So I think the Leafs are where they are and there's nothing else they could have done.
2: What do they say? Offense sells tickets. Defense win championships. So, yeah, we, Willie, scoring goals, they're winning games, and yet their crease is a revolving door. And maybe they can win that way. I'm not sure. I'm pulling for the Leafs. If they win the Stanley Cup, I'll be as happy as any non-Leaf fan. I won't be as happy as as anybody because you guys that cheer for the Leafs would all be a lot happier than me. Bingo. But I'd be happy for them because their fan their fan base deserves it. And I think this is a good move today. Was Sid saying that? And Sid's been on this show. Do you think he's just saying that out of sensationalism? I don't want to accuse him of anything, but why would you say the Leafs don't know what they're doing? They've been trying to get Nealander signed for some time, right?
3: Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't understand that one. I like Sid a lot too. Um, I don't know because you know, for Tree Living, what's he supposed to do? Say, hey, we got eight million dollars for you, or nine million dollars, and that's it—take it or leave it. Because if he leaves. Um, and you don't get anything for him. Now you look bad. Because Nylander doesn't look like a like a he's not a player who's having a one off year. It's not like he has one good year and now cash is in at eleven five and we all look like suckers, right? He's been sustainably good, uh, consistently good for a number of years now. And this is his best year yet. So it seems like he's still moving up, which is great.
2: Yeah, from the audience, and this is what I love this time of the show where we bring in the audience participation. Jason, watching in Red Deer, says, Dealing with athletes is like investing in stocks. Buy, what does he say? Buy, you want to buy low and sell high. Yeah. Corey in Winnipeg writes in and he says, 1967, that doesn't really roll off the tongue like a, a taunt. Yeah. Um, here in Florida, when the Leafs come to town, which the Leafs are back here at the last game of the regular season, I was looking at the schedule today of the Panthers. It's on the fridge. We want Florida. We want Florida. <laughs> that goes over real well. That act goes off the walls real well in, uh, so in the good. arena in sunrise when the, when the Leafs are here. Kevin the medium writes in. You know him. He says, dang, Darren is looking younger today. It's the hair. It's got to be that beautiful head of hair. No, I think it's because you shaved. Why did you shave? Because you went home to see your mom at Christmas and she doesn't like the beard. Exactly. Is that why you shaved?
3: No, I, I, I haven't it. had the beard. I know beard. you. I, I, I resisted bringing that thing back here for a while. One day, maybe in the summer, I'll bring it back. <laughs> that thing,
2: he says.
3: Okay. <laughs> We'll go across
2: the country as I was planning to do. Hang on. Jake Hughes writes in from the Hughes Sports Podcast out of Airdrie. He says, good morning. Speaking of Brad Tree Living, are you hearing any truth to the rumors that Murray Edwards has been meddling in hockey business and stopping trades with the Flames and Leafs? Yeah, about a month ago we talked about that on this show. About a month ago we did. Go read the website thewincolumn.ca. There was a column up about this exact thing a month ago, and we talked about it on this show. And and Greg with three Gs, 3G Greg writes in. That's going to be his nickname, okay? 3G Greg. He says, hey, Rod and Darren, do you think the Oilers are one of the best right now? Don't you love when people ask questions that they already know the answer to? They just want to hear you say it. Yeah. Winnipeg's number one I got the I got the notification from TSN this morning that amongst their power rankings the Winnipeg Jets are the number one team in all of the National Hockey League and yes I get that that is something to celebrate and I'm okay with that I'll tell the Winnipeg people watching right now on Bell MTS channel 1190 or Shaw Rogers channel 230 all across Manitoba on television right now get excited about your team but just please don't come at me and rub it in my face and say, why aren't you talking about our team more? Because be honest, I was in favor of the Rick bonus hiring a year and a half ago now. I've been in favor of everything they've done. I've been a Chevy guy. But I sat here and listened to everybody dump on both those guys and everybody else dumping on Paul Maurice even after he left. I'm like, I, I get it. Your team's good. Don't throw it up in my face or ask why we're not talking about them more. So let's go across the country. It's pretty good days to be a hockey fan in Canada, wouldn't you say? Uh, hang on. I'm just oh, yeah. calling it up on my trusty score app. The goat of apps. The score. The Winnipeg, well, let's go from coast to coast. The Vancouver Canucks. Fourth overall in the National Hockey League. 53 points. That's three off the uh, leading Winnipeg Jets. They've won six of the last 10 games, and they've won one game in a row. I thought about the Canucks this morning when I heard Bill Belichick say, because I listened to his news conference out of New England, his season ending news conference. And Bill, they said, Do you think you're going to be back, Bill? And Belichick goes, I'm just showing up and doing the hardest work I can for the New England Patriots as long as I'm being paid until that changes. I thought of Bruce Boudreau saying that last year when he was dead man walking, and it got leaked that the Canucks ownership had already talked to Rick Tockett. Remember that? And what did, what did Gabby say? I'm just showing up for work every day because that's my job until they tell me not to show up. So I'm, yeah. I'm a believer in the Canucks, for sure. They have not clinched yet, Kevin the Medium, just letting you know they've not clinched yet. Although I think they'd really have to fold for them to clinch, and I don't think they're going to fold. But are they legitimate going to the Stanley Cup? Talk it probably win coach of the year. But that's a different d- d- discussion than are they legit. they got to prove a little more to me before I think that they're going to the Stanley Cup, which incidentally, the Rangers tonight, a rematch of the 1994 Stanley Cup final. I remember watching that with a McDonald's McRib. I ate two of them. I ate, ordered two. In 1994,
3: watching the Stanley Cup final, Rangers and Canucks. Do you remember that series? Uh, vaguely. That was the first, the 94 playoffs, the first year that I, that's the, that's the earliest memory I have of watching hockey, was that 94 playoffs and uh, the Rangers run. Um, so, yeah, I remember that quite well.
2: Are you a believer in the Vancouver Canucks as legit Stanley Cup contenders?
3: Yes, I, I am. At this point of the year, how about they that? are legit Stanley Cup contenders, and they score a lot of goals. And the one thing I'll say about the Canucks, and I think this is great, I don't know if BX Kevin BX on Hockey Night in Canada came up with it, but they've nicknamed that top line with Brock Besser, um, Miller, and um, Pedersen the Lotto Line. Have you heard they're that, that? They're the Lotto Line no. because their numbers are six 40 and nine, six forty nine. So there's a the lot the lotto line. I actually like it. You roll your That's eyes. Our reach. I like it's it. our reach.
2: John Schmeiser in Kansas City watching right now says Brad Treeliving didn't get anything for Johnny Gaudreau. He won't make that mistake twice. Hey, shout out for those that learn from past mistakes and don't carry them forward. Shout out to those people. Looks like Brad tree. It's That. Tough experiences they've had in their life. Because Some people just keep reliving the same mistakes all the time. We call them idiots. Uh, um, we got to speed it up here, but yes, the Oilers. As I go back, I, they, it's one eleven Eastern. Mother, how about that? As I open how about up my that? phone, one eleven Eastern. The Edmonton Oilers. Beautiful. Our twentieth overall in the National Hockey League. They hold down the final playoff spot, second wild card. And they've won seven in a row. Do I think the orders? what was the question? Do I think they're one of the best? I think they're in the playoffs right now. That's what I think right now. Yeah, I do think they're, uh, I think they're a legitimate Stanley Cup contender. Yes, I said a month ago that I thought they were going to miss the playoffs because at that point they were tracking that way. Who thought they were going to catch fire? This is a team that's, what, they've won five playoff series, I think, the last three years, something like that. Um, they're not as good as the Winnipeg Jets. They're not. I believe the Jets are that solid team. But Oilers, are you, are you buying or selling on them?
3: I'm buying stock in the Oilers. Absolutely. Um, this is a team that can go on that run. But we also know they're a team that can get cold really fast, too. We haven't seen a lot of consistency from the Oilers. But I think that they, they have the high-end talent and the ability to go on these 7, 8, 10, 12-game winning streaks. And for that reason, I think they can catch fire in the playoffs and win it all.
2: True story. Uh, This is the thing with the Oilers. I mean, I just keep winning because it makes my life better. They've won seven in a row. Serena's wearing oiler gear everywhere we go. We were walking through Meisner Park in downtown Boca Raton last week, going out for our Wednesday night date night that we always do. And this lady comes around. She's driving a Cadillac. She honks. Go Oilers! We're like, what? In Boca Raton? And she stops her car, hangs out the window and goes, my cousin's the radio guy. Not joking, man. With New York plates. Yeah, I swear to God. And I'm like, Jack Michaels? She's like, yeah. And then Serena just kept walking. She goes, I thought she said her husband's the radio guy. I'm like, no, that. I got it. Very rarely is my hearing better. Uh, Moving on, that happened last week. Flames buying stock, selling stock. We're not selling stock. Sorry, we're not buying stock in the Calgary. We're not. I don't want anything to do with them because it's ugly, the Calgary Flames.
3: You? Yeah, I'm sticking away right now. Um, and, and that's to say I don't know that they've hit their bottom yet. Um, not that they're going to get worse. I'd like to see them get better. Um, but, no, I'm staying away from the Flames right now in terms of buying or selling stock in them.
2: Jets, we've been pumping their tires for months number one team in the nhl is not a surprise to anybody now we've talked about them a lot today leafs we're in they're going to be a playoff team are they going to the cup god knows darren thinks that they will every year ottawa grease fire should be brought to you by laura's disposal it's not good times in ottawa and it's not going to be for a long time it's not going to be for a long they got jacques martin coaching the team are you kidding Which, by the way, do you know how bad the Florida Panthers have been historically? Jacques Martin is the winningest coach in Panthers history, and they never made the playoffs any of the three seasons he was here. I was telling a guy that the other day. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, it's been bad for a long time. That's why they're pretty happy with how good the team is right now. And Montreal... I watched them play the Rangers the other day. Sam Montembo made 49 saves in a shootout win. I watched it all. And you got to respect Montreal. Whether you like him or not, I don't care. You have to respect them. 21,000 and change in that barn. They fill it every damn game. And you'd have thought it was game seven of the Eastern Conference Final that the Habs won. I love it. Bob Mariette is down here in South Florida right now. We're going to be hooking up right away. I'm going to be sick of the Habs by the time he leaves. but. Listen, love them or hate them, you got to respect the Montreal Canadiens.
3: Yeah, you do. And it was a fun win to watch them on the weekend on, on Hockey Night in Canada when Montembeau made a great save on the, the shootout, the Forsberg move. He was really good in overtime. And there is something special no matter what team you cheer for. Watching Montreal, I believe they were at home that night in front of the crowd. It's just something special about watching the Canadiens play, especially when they're winning.
2: Uh, That's our coast-to-coast look. Okay, Moose, you're done. You have a great day. You bet. You too. Ball for all. Coach Reinbold from Sky Sports joins us next to talk NFL, little CFL, whatever comes up, the Natty tonight. We'll be right back live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus, with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop EMJ Marketing take the
1: first step to success for your next event visit emjmarketing.com save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $129 each then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $249 a pound all with your card and a digital coupon shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today
2: RP Show Continues, brought to you in part by Common Crown Brewing Company. They've got the perfect craft beer for your enjoyment out there in southern Alberta, featuring their core five. Good Company Hazy Pale Ale, Common Crown Crafted Lager, Journeyman IPA, Brewmaster Blonde Ale, and Coppersmith Brown Ale. Check them out at commoncrown.ca. Talking football now, let's bring in our friend Jeff Reinbold from Sky Sports NFL coverage. Coach, Black Monday's claim two coaches, Arthur Smith of the Falcons, Ron Rivera of the Commanders. you think we, are we done for a while or uh, there's still some coaches to go? What are you thinking?
4: No, this is the, this is the night of the long knives, Rod. This is where, you know, watch what happens. It's almost incredible that once the blood starts to get in the water, now there's going to be more blood. And obviously we saw it with Arthur and we saw it with Ron Rivera, two guys, you know, kind of in different situations, but I'm sure that there's more coming, um, you know, because the, the owners, it's a competitive business, highly competitive guys want to win and, and certainly win at the highest level. And, you know, we've got three of them open on top of the two. We just that opened up last night. So I'm sure that we'll see something happen in new England and what that does in terms of the, chain reaction that happens in coaching at this time we'll see but uh i don't think it's the end of it
2: yeah no me either and it's interesting i guess it depends on who you believe i'm hearing the same thing that new england looks like there will be an opening there but let me ask you this nice little segue of the national championship tonight jim harbaugh coaching his last college game tonight that that that's the popular rumor and where there's smoke there's fire
4: Well, that seems to be what everybody's saying. And certainly, you know, if he wins the national championship, what more does he have to accomplish at the University of Michigan? Now, that's his school, and obviously he loves that place great deal. But he's got a great football team. They're going to be favored when they go out on the field tonight against Washington. I I was really uh, interested watching Moose's little segment. He's not even – it's not even subliminal message from Moose. He's a Michigan guy all the way with that ho- with that hoodie on. But yeah. I think, you, you know, you can't look past the Huskies because Caleb DeBoer is maybe the best-kept secret in college football in terms of coaching ability. And uh, Michael Penix can make every throw on the field. The question is going to be, can they stop Michigan's power running game and all the three tight end stuff? And w- one of the areas that the Pac-12 gets – you know, ridiculed a little bit is, you know, are they tough enough out there? And, you know, this is a, going to be a battle against, it's power against skill, and, and we'll see who wins.
2: Well, I'm going back to last week's Rose Bowl. We haven't talked since, like, that running back from Michigan, he doesn't play, Alabama wins the game. Like, tonight, who do you think wins, players or coaches and strategy when it's a one-game
4: showdown like this? Well, you know, when you're talking about Blake Corum, you're talking about a unique talent guy. And, and uh, when I was at Hawaii in 2018, we played them. And there were two plays that really stuck out in my mind. He was just a young kid starting for the first time in 2018. And let me just tell you, uh, <laughs> we, there were two times, Rod, that we had unblocked players in the hole, and they never even touched it. And I mean, didn't touch him. His ability to make a jump cut and get north and south again, he doesn't have breakaway speed. And he's not that big a guy, but he runs well behind his pads. Uh, You know, like I said, his jump cut ability, which you saw on the one touchdown against Alabama, you know, and and you're on the field with the best athletes in the world when you're playing against Alabama. So, um, you know, I think that uh, he's going to be a key to this. But Michigan's offensive line, and that three tight end stuff that they do, they're pretty imaginative on offense and how they get, they can attack your edge, you know, with their gap scheme, and they can pound it inside on you. Are the Huskies going to be able to stop them enough times? And and that's what I think is going to, it's going to come down to. They got to score. Washington has to score when they have the football. They got to get threes or sevens. They they can't go three or four series without scoring because Michigan will just, you know, Michigan's like a bullet constrictor. they, get around you and they just squeeze the life
2: out of you uh for those watching tonight blake coram's the one coach is talking about 5 210 in the michigan backfield and the wolverines favored by 5.5 uh at bet regal going into this one coach
4: um are you sick you sound a little a little croaky are you all right no i got a little i got, I got a little i mean i've got a little chest cold i think but uh it was a long trip back from england I, i'm back in hawaii now and it's about 16 hours in the air so <laughs> breathing that bad air for all that time I, I think that's what got me
2: i well i appreciate you coming on with this man for sure and your expert analysis week 18 in the nfl ah i don't know if you want to look back or look ahead there's some playoff teams that are limping in man they don't look that good uh what's your read on wild
4: card weekend well, there are two wild card games, Rod, that really I'm anxious to watch, and the first one is the Rams going to Detroit, and I, you know, that storyline is like the NFL couldn't have scripted it better. You got Matthew Stafford going back to Detroit, a place where he was, you know, seen as the savior of the franchise when they drafted him with the first pick in the in the first round, and he elevated that. Program about as far as one guy could and then couldn't get it over the hump got an opportunity and with the rams won a super bowl jared goff the guy that the rams threw away in the trade and and unloaded on detroit has now you know got them in the playoffs and won an nfc championship for the first time in, i think 30 years um nfc north championship and so you know i think that's going to be a tremendous story. And I'm going to tell you something. Don't sleep on these Rams. You know, you look at the Rams down the stretch and they took Baltimore to overtime. They beat San Francisco. Now you can say San Francisco didn't play a lot of guys and all that, but you still got to go out and play. And Matthew Stafford's arm talent can be the difference in a game like this. I think it's going to be a really, really good football game. And then the other one is the Dolphins in Kansas City. The Dolphins are kind of in free fall right now and kansas city i've seen yeah. a number of places that have come out now and said kansas city's going to win the super bowl i think you got to tap your brakes a little on that but you know the dolphins they have it have made it tough on themselves after losing to the cowboys and then losing to the ravens
2: hey i got you t- obviously the all the games are going to be great i gotta ask you though what is mike tomlin's secret because every year, especially when Big Ben went down or retired, that he, it, it, this is going to be the year. This is going to be the year that they don't make it. And they always get a winning record and make it. What's his secret?
4: I, I think, you know, I think it's the same thing that's the Steelers' secret, you know, consistency. You look at that franchise, and they have had very few coaching changes. They, Mike Tomlin is a great communicator. He has an un, you know, he has he has a very good understanding of his football team. He runs his locker room extremely well. Um, you know, being a head coach at the highest level, it's it's somewhat CEO and it's somewhat hands on. And you know, it's not like college football in 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 that you you know, you're a head coach and you're going to be calling play. He is really truly a top of the food chain guy. I mean, everything runs through him. The whole program is built around his ethos and the Steeler work habits, and they're going to play great defense. And Mason, uh, or Rudolph, the kid, the, ran, the kid they brought in at quarterback, um, I think his he's three and oh, since he took the job, he was the third quarterback. You know, they had to go through all kinds of injuries to kind of come out the other end like they are right now. And their offense has given them just enough. Now, how, you know, how is T.J. Watts health? That's going to be one you got to watch really closely going into this thing. Um, and then also, you know, you watch that defense now. And Cam Hayward said it really well. He said, we've, we've got a formula. We've got a way to win. We We know what we need to do. And now we just got to take it on the road and, and get it done. It's going to be a tough ask in Buffalo. But, you know, again, when you play defense in the playoffs, whether it's hockey, basketball, football, when you can play defense in the playoffs, you've got a chance. Well,
2: I got to ask you if you've figured out yet. I'm sure you have. What's the story on the Philadelphia Eagles? I thought, saw the stat this morning. No team in the NFL since 1986 has started 10 and one and finished the season with only 11 wins.
4: What happened to them? It's hard, Rod. It's hard to it's hard to believe. It really is. You know, I didn't know that stat. Thank you for it. But um, when you look at them defensively, and you you just go by position and go by you know the three levels of the defense, the front, the linebackers, and the secondary. And you've got outstanding players and depth at all three levels, and they can't stop anybody. Now, the Giants were, you know, anemic on offense, and they go out and, you know, it just was unbelievable to watch. And something is not right there. There is really, really a disconnect, I think, in that organization because you've got too many talented players, uh, and they've tried to change coordinators. That hasn't worked. you know, some, at some point, you know, I think the, the, the football team is going to have to take it over. And, um, you know, Sirianni's starting to get an awful lot of heat on him. Uh, they're, not, they're not scoring points on offense. Their quarterback has, you know, not played as well as he's capable of playing. You know, we've seen him play at really, really at a high level. And he struggled. Um, you know, they're just a team without a, you know, they're kind of like drifting around without a rudder right now.
2: Well, and that's the thing. is I saw somebody say, "Well, they're ten and one, but they, they they were lucky to win. They're they're just not a good team." And you just said it.
4: It's not easy to win. <laughs> I, I hate when people no, say they were lucky to win, especially ten and one. And anybody in pro football that says anybody that says you're lucky to win in pro football is you know, like you may have you may get a bounce or two along the way, but you're not going to be ten and one by being lucky. You don't you don't you're not winning ten by winning by being lucky you you're winning 10 because you got good football players and they're playing well those are the same football players that are playing now and they're not playing well and they're not playing to their capabilities to the level that they're capable of playing and you know in invariably who does that fall on and it starts at the top and i think nick sirianni has is starting to feel the pressure you know philadelphia was fans and and the media are certainly going to let you know when you're not getting it done. And, you know, it's become deafening in the stadium.
2: From what I understand, uh, you're right. Have you got plans made for Super Bowl? Am I going to see
4: you in Las Vegas? Well, there is a strong possibility. Um, I'm in a negotiation right now to do the game uh, on radio and uh, uh, we're trying to dot some eyes and, you know, cross some T's and, and do that. So I'm looking forward to it. When do you get down, Rod? Because, uh, you know, obviously we got to get together.
2: Wednesday night. Wednesday night. And uh, we're we're piecemealing this together, Coach. But I found a room on the Strip for $22 a night. Uh, I was almost looking for a reason not to go.
4: But I think Vegas is oh, like the cheapest the city the to travel now. into. If you, if you yeah. found a room for $22 a night, you 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 probably are underneath cardboard with somebody.
2: <laughs> you, you, you Hey, you got an open invitation to stay. I'll find some room for you, coach. Yeah, so, hey, hey it's called living right. It's just called living right. In the end, are you going to make your prediction yet on who's going to be in that game, or are you prepared to do that yet?
4: You know, I think, obviously, I'm going to be, it sounds, you know, repetitive but i think that the ravens right now you've got to say they're going to be on one side of it and you know again you look at the nfc and i it's i think the nfc has gotten really interesting since philadelphia's taken a slide and and i think that the 49ers certainly have the ability to but they also have the ability to not be there and i think the one that looms out there a little bit is the cowboys you know and the Cowboys are good enough to get there. I really think they're good enough to get there. And uh, it, it's going to take some you know, breaks, and they're going to have to play well. They haven't won a playoff game in a long time. So I think the first thing they got to do is get through the first one and get a little confidence going. And, you know, it's like all sports, Rod. Right? You watch hockey, you watch basketball, you watch baseball. When you get hot at playoff time, then you got a great chance if you're healthy and you're hot. And right now, you know, the Cowboys are starting to get healthy and they're a hot football team.
2: And Green Bay thinks they're hot. Uh, so, you know, they've been good here in the last little bit and they're trampling all over Aaron Rodgers and saying we made the right decision there, which clearly they did. But I'll tell you something, coach, I got to say, I, I, I admire the fact that you can go back and forth between the media and the sidelines and the sidelines and the media because. I don't know how you could listen to the media and not puke. Like here on the radio, all you, I don't listen to the radio anymore here in Miami because it was all, how come they're not talking about Tua for MVP? How come it's all Dak? How come they're not talking about Ty? I'm like, why don't you shut up? That doesn't mean these awards don't mean anything. And these are the broadcasters of the team, coach. Like I just want to reach into the radio and strangle them. But you know what I mean? Man, it drives me
4: nuts. Well, oh, you know what? Here's one, that, here's one that amazed me today. Alex Singleton has more 10 tackle games than, I mean, it's an NFL record. He's he's, no player in Broncos history has had more tackles in a season than Alex Singleton, not Randy Gradishar. not, you know, any of those guys. I mean, they've had great linebackers at that place for a long, long time. And, you know, and this kid can't get to the pro bowl. Why it's called entry bias, his road to the NFL. Wasn't the typical road. He wasn't drafted. He went to Seattle, got cut. Was on a practice roster, got cut. Came to the CFL, you know, and and used his time in Calgary as a as an opportunity to get to Philadelphia. Leads the Eagles in tackles two years in a row, and and they get rid of him. Why entry bias, right? Well, we got to get better. We got to get better. At what point does it just come up, Come down to the guy makes plays. And, you know, I think Alex Singleton, you know, obviously owes an awful lot to the Canadian Football League because it gave him an opportunity, and he will tell you that very same thing. But certainly he's as productive as any linebacker playing today.
2: Well, I would hate to think that there's a bias, particularly anti-CFL. He's not a blue-blood road to the NFL is what you're saying. But these guys that do the voting, I can say this about the NHL because I go to the games. They're watching TV. They're not even I'm like, guys, the game's down here. And you're voting (laughs) on the year-end awards? Oh, my God. I get it now. Okay, Coach, take care of yourself. Hope to see you in Sin City, but we'll talk before then.
4: All right, Rod, take care. Thank you.
2: Great to be with you. As always, thank you for the time. Jeff Reinbold checking in from across the pond. We'll be right back with a sports update. We got uh, audience takeover coming up too. We're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me, or email petersonrecovery at aol.com. It's never too late. All right, everybody. Hey, it's just you and me till the top of the hour. Funny how that works, right? <clears throat> and a huge thank you to Coach Reinbold for joining us when he's feeling under the weather man that sucks doesn't it uh i'll do a sports update now leafs fans rejoice and i do i love when moose is on i love when we have our interview guests but i also love when it's just you and me we can converse and i got some stuff here on the Kneelander stuff and the reaction coming out of that from you the audience but Off the news wire, William Nylander will be in a Toronto Maple Leafs sweater for years to come. Nylander has agreed to an eight-year deal with the Maple Leafs worth $92 million. The team confirmed Monday, it's the largest contract in Maple Leafs history by total value and includes a no-movement clause. The 27-year-old Nylander has 21 goals, 33 assists through 37 games this season. Toronto drafted Nylander, eighth overall in the 2014 draft. He's got 558 career games with the Leafs, 198 goals, 286 points. Add that up. I don't know what it is, but it's good. He was set to become an unrestricted free agent in the offseason. We'll circle back around on that. Pretty big news from the curling world, and we're brought to you in part by Curling Canada here on the RP Show. The None of It Curling Association has informed Curling Canada that it will not be sending a team to Calgary for the 2024 Scotties. This is front-page news in a lot of periodicals that I've seen today. The 18-team event, set for February in the Wind Sport Event Center in Calgary, will be filled out instead by a fourth Canadian Team Ranking System qualified team. Two teams, Jennifer Jones and Rachel Holman, have already been declared based on the standings alongside defending champions team Carrie Anerson of Gimli, Manitoba. Now, the highest two teams in the standings that didn't qualify will earn trips to Calgary for the Canadian Women's Curling Championship. That's like a college football playoff thing. That's what that's like. Wild. So, none of it not participating. And to be honest, the last time that the Briar was in Regina, which wasn't that long ago, less than 10 years ago, I would say, uh, none of it was there. Now, this is the Briar, not the Scotties, but similar. They're sitting there getting their ass handed to them. And I'm like, why do they even send a team? And now they're not. We'll have to talk to our curling people as to why this has happened. But today, none of it involving Curling Canada, they're not sending a women's rep to the national championships. Wild. Well, and they always get smoked anyways. But again, I'm not a proponent of quitting either. So developing story that's just came down today. Sports updates brought to you by Landmark Cinemas. In theaters now, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. It's an action adventure. When an ancient power is unleashed, Aquaman must forge an uneasy alliance with an unlikely ally to protect Atlantis and the world. From Irreversible Devastation. Starring Ben Affleck, Jason Momoa, Dolph Lundgren, and Nicole Kidman. In landmark cinemas now, Aquaman. And also brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company. Turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit CommonCrown.ca. That's your sports items today in our world. And um, so to the text line, as I promised. We got a lot of sponsors, don't don't we? And we love them all. And we ask that you support them. The Sober Carpenter text line, 902-518-3033. Rick Sawatsky writes in regarding Sid Sixero's take on the knee thing. If you go look up Sid Sixero on Twitter, formerly of Tim and Sid, one half of Tim and Sid, and now left that and is on breakfast television in Toronto. He said the Leafs have no idea what they're doing. And, of course, it's been retweeted 2,000 times and liked 5,000 times, whatever. Tons of reaction because it's the Leafs. And Darren said he doesn't agree with that. Rick is watching in Martinsville and writes in, he said, Sid is a business wannabe. Lots of noise, very little knowledge. I mean, I get the sensationalistic side of things, I get that clicks sell and obviously ratings sell, but it's, you know, when Michael Bunting got suspended in the playoffs, was it last year, Clark, when he did something dumb? Tried to take somebody's head off? Yeah, Sid goes, It was in round one against Tampa, he's like, Michael Bunting will never play for the Leafs again, and then he served his suspension and did. So, by the way, not sitting here trampling on Sid, you do what you want to do, I just can't be that guy, I don't think, with those sensational hot takes. Now, I do have the hot takes, but I believe them. And I guess Sid does probably believe that the Leafs don't know what they're doing. And history would indicate that Sid's right. So there's that. I'm just putting it out there for debate. Do we believe that the Leafs don't know what they're doing? Because I don't. I, I think Nylander is one of the... If they're going to win at all, he's going to be a key part of it. Just read his entire hockey resume. First-round pick, eighth overall, going back to 2014. That's a long time. They've put a lot. It's a long relationship there. They put a lot of time into each other. And he's a great player. And they wouldn't want to keep him around and give him that kind of money if he wasn't a quality person. So how, how, how why do you think they don't know what they're doing? I don't understand. I also don't need to understand. Jason writes in. He is in uh, Winnipeg. And uh, writes in on the Sober Carpenter text line and says, shout out to Rod and crew for the Landmark Cinema tickets. Nice cheap date night. Happy Monday. Go Chets. Go sign Jason. Well, thank Joe for that. I'm pretty sure Joe, our, our big cheese, is handling all of that now. And I'm glad you won, Jason. I'm glad you enjoyed the movies at Landmark Cinema. It's never a bad idea to go to the movies, even if the movie sucks guarantee you the concession food is magnificent we'll continue this when we come back whatever you would like to talk about a lot of nfl stuff a lot of nhl stuff cfl in the news too you and me the rest of the way we'll be right back here on game plus television wqee radio apple podcast spotify and youtube live Everybody, where did the time go? I want to remind you that Tell a 5050, the online raffle, is live now. I was going to call it lottery, which in a way, I guess it is. You can get your tickets at tellamiracle5050.com. All we ask is that you be 18 years of age and over and physically in the province of Saskatchewan to purchase your tickets. Going to be selling them until February 23rd. Winner's going to get half. That's how 5050s work. All proceeds go to Telemerical 48 supporting Saskatchewan's charity. We're real happy that they've come to us to help them promote it. Why don't you help us out, please, by purchasing your tickets today at telemerical 5050com And while there, you can go to Telemerical.com learn how Kinsman Foundation is helping people every day in Saskatchewan to improve their independence and quality of life. is the number to text us here. It's Overtime, brought to you by our friends at Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary, where skill and fun collide. Check them out, 28th Street Northeast. Baseball has batting cages. Golf has driving ranges. Why wouldn't hockey have shooting lanes? Randy and Michelle have come up with it. Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary. Anthony writing in a little late um, but I pre- Hey, he's watching on Game Plus Television. Hey, Anthony. He says, "Do you think Nick Sirianni is in danger of losing his job if the Eagles lose in the Wild Card?" From Franklin Square, New York, Anthony writing in. Sirianni is absolutely in in danger of losing his job. Um, I'm sure you're a sports fan. You're an NFL fan. You're an Eagles fan, Anthony. Philly, a fire. They fired Doug Peterson after winning a Super Bowl. I don't know if you were watching earlier, Anthony. We had our football analyst on, our NFL analyst from Sky Sports, Jeff Reinbold, and we talked about the fact that this is the first team in almost 40 years to start a season 10-1 and one and finish with only 11 wins. It's mind-blowing what's happened with Philadelphia. Oh, man. And thank you for joining us, by the way, Anthony, and writing in on the Sober Carpenter text line from Franklin Square, New York, watching on Game Plus. Here on this Black Monday, what have we learned? Some of these coaches are deserving to be fired. Some aren't necessarily. But if you do not achieve your goals, you're gone. It doesn't matter the sport. Today, we've already seen Arthur Smith for the Falcons, gone. Ron Rivera in Washington, gone. And he's in a tough division with the commanders. Dallas and Philadelphia, but pfft, gone. Um, Any team that gets worse as the season goes along, not better. It's a pretty good indication that he's not doing a good job of coaching. And again, Philadelphia, very tough sports market. That's just from the fans, let alone the owners. Yeah, they don't win this week. I would suggest that Nick Sirianni's gone. And isn't that something from the Super Bowl last year in it to this? You got to do a lot of winning. They got to do it now. Paul in Humboldt writes in and says, uh, Coach Reinbold predicts the Cowboys will ride Big Mo Vegas. He's not a Cowboys fan. I am. I'm not getting into any prediction business here at all. Let's just take it one play at a time. Ryan in Saratoga, New York, writes in. He says, have a great Monday, Rod Squad. Enjoy whatever sports you watch tonight. Same to you, Ryan. Appreciate you. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, Rod, you didn't find a room that cheap. Yes, I did. Las Vegas, $22 a night. Go to Expedia. That's where I found it. $22 a night. Super Bowl week. Look it up. That NFL wildcard round, which incidentally, I know there's a lot of CFL fans that come here. Um... But if you're looking for a reason to watch NFL football, this is the best weekend of the year because it's got the most playoff games of any weekend of the year. So on Saturday, there are two. Cleveland Browns at Houston Texans, and we haven't talked about the magnificent job done by D'Amico Ryan, the Texans' rookie coach. Cleveland at Houston. We had all week to get into the point spreads, our predictions. Dolphins at Chiefs, that's the one they're all excited around here about. 8 p.m. Eastern. Miami Dolphins at Kansas City Chiefs. Hard to believe that what I read today. Jason Kelsey took him out of Sunday's game. 16 yards himself out. Didn't play. Inactive. Didn't want to. I got to think he was hurt. 16 yards shy of a thousand. Sunday. Steelers at Bills. How about the Bills? You talk about firing Nick Sirianni. The Bills fire their offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey, win six of their next seven to rally and win the division. That is not good. um, What should I say? That's not a good sign for coaches hoping to keep their jobs on struggling teams. So the first game of the day Sunday, Steelers at Bills. We're not going to get into the predictions yet. Uh, Packers at Cowboys, 430 Sunday. That's the game of all of them that I need to watch because I'm a Cowboys fan and I'll be riddled with anxiety for three and a half hours. Rams at Lions, as Coach Reinbold just said. That's the best storyline. And if you don't know why that is, which I'm sure you do, Anthony, in Franklin Square, New York, then you are not an NFL fan. And then Monday night, it is those Eagles at the Buccaneers. They were racing out to the number one seed in the NFC and just folded like a cheap suit. And now they got to go on the road to take on my guy, Baker Mayfield, who pocketed a cool million Leading his Buccaneers to the playoffs, and they won the NFC South for a third straight year. Unbelievable story. Last minute of play in today's RP show. Stacy is watching it. Access World Headquarters. He says super duper, super D duper. Wild card weekend is the best. It's actually over three days two Saturday, three Sunday, one Monday. And the winner is us. NHL tonight, we never got into the games with Moose, our Bet-Regal breakaway bets. We could though, I'll do it right now. Pittsburgh at Philadelphia, Flyers win. Vancouver at the Rangers, Rangers win. Dallas Stars at Minnesota Wild. For you, Allie, Stars win. And Boston at Colorado, ooh, that's a doozy. Colorado smarting after the Panthers spanked them the other night, abs will win. Thanks to the guests today. Thanks to you. We'll see you at noon Eastern here on Game Plus. Who has more fun than us?